Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Frields Daily Show. I'm your host, Frields Daily, and we have co-host Sean F. Smith. How are you doing today? Outstanding, man. Outstanding. How are you doing? Fantastic. So we're today we're going to be talking about the playoffs, who's already in, who's still in the hunt, and let's jump right in. We'll begin with the AFC, and let's let's go. Obviously, we know that the first seed is going to be in the AFC. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, as of Absolutely. right now, that is the only team that has clinched. What is your take on the following teams? We have in the AFC East, we have Buffalo and New England with a tying record at the moment. Miami Dolphins with eight and seven. Yeah, um, that division's wide open. Um, but as we know, you know, the Patriots have ruled that division like for years, years on end. And I think they, they might be able to pull it off again, um, you know, with uh, Belichick's system and the way they've always played as defense. I mean, they're number four in defense right now. Um, although they do have a rookie quarterback. I mean, Mac Jones, he's a, a national championship winner last year. Um, he's been in the spotlight. Um, they don't have a great record at home, but uh, he's played well. And uh, a couple games left to play. I think they could still pull it off. However, you know, the Bills and Dolphins are sitting right there. Um, obviously, the Dolphins have won seven in a row. Uh, two is really coming into his own. Um, we'll have to see what happens there. I know that uh, they're on the bubble for sure. And then the Bills, I don't know. I, although they're playing some pretty decent defense, they're number six right now. Uh, I'm just not sure if they're going to have enough to pull it off. Although, looking at the AFC East right now, all three of those teams could be in the playoffs. One of them is going to win the division. The other two could be wild card easily because the other teams that are in the bubble right now are just not that impressive to me. And I would agree. And I, I think that with New England's uh, Jones, he, he, I think, is starting to maybe hit a wall or, or you know, getting closer to the playoffs as, as games change and as, as the players change and as the experience comes into play. I think that, you know, he, he may be in trouble in, in that spot. But then again, at the same time, you have, you know, Tua's also, he, he doesn't have the experience either. Right. True. Um, both very, very outstanding uh, quarterbacks in college. Um, but Mac Jones, I think, you know, I know they've lost two straight uh, uh, in New England, but I don't see him losing a third. Um, so we'll just have to see how it wraps up in the next two weeks. Um, but, yeah, the Dolphins have definitely been impressive with the seven wins in a row, I'd have to say that. Do you think that the AFC East is the strongest in, in, in the AFC? Like overall strength, um, I mean, they would have to battle head-to-head -head probably with the North. The North is um, fairly inconsistent, um, but the teams that are um, pretty solid, you know, obviously the Ravens, Steelers, as usual, um, although they're both almost playing 500 ball right now, Steelers definitely are. Um, Bengals are trying to come into their own, but that's because of the quarterback, Joe Burrow. If it wasn't for him, they would be the same old Bengals as well, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to kind of lean towards the AFC East. They're, they're probably the strongest out of the AFC. But we can't forget the Chiefs, though. And we can't forget the Chiefs, and we'll touch on that in just a minute. How about the Tennessee Titans and, and, and the Indianapolis Colts? Colts are really coming back right now. Uh, the Titans seem to be falling apart a little bit. Their defense is a little bit weak. Yeah, well, um, 
The Titans have played pretty consistent. I mean, they're obviously leading the division right now at 10 and 5. Um, I'm not sure Tannehill has enough. And they absolutely, I don't think they can do it um, without their, their star uh, running back. I mean, he's been out for a while. Derrick Henry's not coming back. He's not coming through that door. Um, I know they're doing running back by committee right now. Um, they're doing okay. Um, but last week they ran for like 100 yards. And uh, with Derrick Henry in there, they're usually up 150, 160 every week. So I'm not sure they can do it without him. So the Colts absolutely can win that division. Um, either way, one of them is going to win the division. The other one's going to be the wild card for sure. Um, but the Colts, they're they are coming into their own right now, winning three in a row, right? Correct. And, you know, I, I would go back with Derrick Henry and, and say that he definitely carries the team. I mean, he's an absolute beast, not just with the run, but he can he can drop back on the pass as well and, and get some uh, runs after the catch. And uh, But I – Speaking of which, it does seem like a lot of rookie quarterbacks are coming into play. We'll uh, talk about it a little bit more. It's happened more in the NFC, but at the moment, it's still up in the air with the Colts. Uh, they p- potentially have a rookie out of Notre Dame coming into play in place of Wentz if Wentz can't get through the COVID protocol. Right. Right. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes for sure. Um, I think the Colts will be leaning on the running back for sure, um, as they have been most of the season. He's been rocking it pretty hard. Um, I know that um, for a lot of the games, Jonathan Taylor has been busting out. I mean, he ran for 143 just last week alone. Um, He's had a five-touchdown game before. I think they're going to try to run the ball, really, and just uh, let the quarterback kind of just manage the game and get by and hope that the defense can, um, you know, make some plays for him, especially late in the game. I mean, they're number five defense right now, which is, you know, pretty damn good. So, um yeah, I think the Colts can pull it off. I think the Colts yeah. are going to pull off the AFC South. I think they're going to win the division. And absolutely, it, a lot of teams have a really hard time stopping the run. And another animal right there. And the fact that Henry is, is out for the Titans, I really see and, and you know the experience that the Colts have, I really think that they're going to come out on top. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I can't. So how about those Kansas City Chiefs? They're they're coming back better than ever, it seems like. They started off rough, which is kind of typical. There's a few teams out there, both AFC and NFC, that, that start off slow and then, and then come strong in the end. They got the experience, obviously. Can can they be beaten either, either the rest of the, the final two games or even in the playoffs? I'm not sure, man. I mean, we talked a little bit about the Dolphins seven in a row. The Chiefs won eight in a row, and they really started off slow. I mean, you know, I've been keeping an eye on the AFC West all year long, and uh, they were they were down at the bottom, man. I don't know if they started like two and three or something. I mean, they were they were they were looking bad, and uh, of course, Mahomes has come into his own. Uh, the defense is is stepping up more and more. They're in the top ten defense right now. They're sitting at number nine. Um, and they seem to be playing better and better every week. They're just kind of coming into it, like peaking at the perfect moment, right? And, of course, they've been in the Super Bowl the last couple of years, right? Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they can be stopped, man. If they keep jamming like they are right now, I don't know that anyone else in the AFC has a shot to beat them in the playoffs, especially if you have to got to go to Kansas City, man. you got to go into Arrowhead. It's going to be cold. It's going to be, you know, you're going to be playing tight. And um, the Chiefs are just going to cruise like they are right now, man. 
you know, I really think that the as long as you put pressure on the quarterback, he starts making poor throws. Even though they they made a comeback last week, I believe it was. Uh, they they it was a rough game for them. He he was uh, Mahomes was throwing passes into the dirt. He was he was being rushed almost every single play. And you know the the Chiefs don't have that strong of a defense. And and you know I'm all about defense wins championships. I really don't think that they're going to make it all the way this year. I think that there's going to be teams that put pressure on them, and especially you go in and, and you end up having to play the Colts or even the Bengals, as hot as the Bengals are playing right now. I, I And for that matter, the Bills or the Patriots, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that the Dolphins can get through them, but at the same time, if you've looked at their defense the last couple games, you know, they're they're doing what they need to do. Yeah, that's true. But, gosh, the Chiefs, just the experience already going to the the, uh, the big house two years in a row. Um, yeah, they've they've struggled. And, yeah, if you pressure Mahomes, he's going to he's going to have a hard time. But he's they're putting up 36, 48. You know, I know they got pretty shut down um, a couple of weeks there. Um, but they're just putting up the points. They blasted the Raiders for almost 50 points. Uh, and when you really need a score, I don't know, man. Mahomes has is, is, is been able to pull it off. You know, so they've had know. 300, 306 time. points against them, which when you start looking at the other teams, that's one of the lowest in, in all of the AFC. Yeah. The only yeah. only team that has a lower score against them is actually the Broncos, which they're not going anywhere, but – yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, the Pats are pretty low, too, and the Bills are pretty low in that aspect as well in the defense. And Yeah, man, I don't know. I just – experience just really plays a big role, especially in the playoffs. As we know, it starts over 0-0. It's a new season. Everything in the regular season is done. Um, everybody has a bad week, sometimes two. Um, this is the first season with 17 games. And um, I don't know, man. I just – as much as I want to try to disagree, I just I just cannot come up with another team that can really go head to head with the Chiefs in the playoffs right now, especially if they got to go into Kansas City, man. Well, speaking of that, let's talk about the AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. They still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Potentially, Roethlisberger's last season. He yeah. said, and I quote, "It's more and more looking that way." Yeah. So. Yeah. What do you think? I know that they definitely have the experience, but they also need to be healthy in order to do it. We're not going to talk about the Browns and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? Nothing. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, Ben uh, Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Yeah, Ben, man, he's God. He's played a lot of great games. He's a big, big boy. He's a beast. Um, he can uh, definitely make some big plays happen. He's he's a risk taker. Uh, he's going to throw the ball down the field if he can. But, yeah, playing 7-7, seven, seven, 500 ball this year, man. I know they're on the bubble. Um, they're on the edge there. But with the Bengals and the Ravens both in that division, I just don't see the Steelers doing anything. I mean, I know there's two weeks left. And, like, if the Bengals and the Ravens, you know, play poorly the next couple of weeks and the Steelers still have a shot. But I don't know. Even being in the bubble, I don't see them – because of the three um, big dogs over in the AFC East, I'm not sure if the Steelers are going to be able to get in. I just don't think they have enough 
um, this year, particularly. I don't. I don't think that the the Ravens have a chance. They they're down to their third string quarterback, unless COVID protocol ha- has changed. Uh, they might have their second string back in this week. I think it's still questionable. Uh, they they have fallen apart. They're, they they. And, and the unfortunate thing is, I mean, I, how do you feel about running quarterbacks? Because in my opinion, those teams don't usually go too far. So there, there, there has been a few Super Bowl winners that have running quarterbacks. But I think that when your quarterback rushes more than your, your running back, uh, you don't really have much potential of, of a championship. Yeah, I, I, have to, I tend to agree with you there. Um, although more and more, you know, um, the NFL is in the place where they have more mobile running backs. But if you're talking strictly a running, uh, sorry, I meant quarterback, um, running quarterback. Yes. You need a mobile quarterback. A guy can move the pocket or run if he needs to, um, but it's gotta be a pass first. So yeah, if you put a lot of pressure on Lamar, I mean, he's proven a lot and he's won some playoff games as well. Um, he's done it. Um, lately, but I'm just not sure he's going to be able to pull it off this year. And yeah, um, a running quarterback, it, it, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, they do mostly have a solid defense, um, the Ravens, although they're not in the top 10 this year. Typically, they do have a strong D. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to do anything this year. They're probably going to get in the, uh, the wild card. Um, they'll probably sneak in there. Unless they find a way to pull it off and win the division. I mean, there's two weeks left. They're eight and seven. Bengals are nine and six. I mean, anything could happen for sure. Um, but I don't know if uh, Lamar is going to do any damage in the playoffs, even if they get. Okay, so let's say if the, the playoffs started today in the AFC East, Buffalo clinches it. In the AFC North, the Bengals clinch. In the AFC South, the Titans clinch. And of course, in the AFC West, the Chiefs clinch. With that being said, you have three wild card teams this year. Yep. Who are the three that's going to go in? I would say it's going to be the Patriots. I would say it's going to be the Colts. And I would say it's going to be the Raiders. Oh, okay. 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 I hear, I hear you there. Um, I would have to hear some more selling points on the uh, Raiders there, but – and I'm not convinced the Bills are going to win the division either. Um, both the Bills and Patriots are tied. I'm going with the Pats to win the East for sure. Um, the Bills, if they can hang on and play well and minimize mistakes, yeah, they're definitely going to get wild card. I see the Dolphins getting right in their wild card too. So that means there's one other team with the wild card. Um, you do know the Chargers and Raiders are tied. So, I mean, although the Chargers have lost two in a row, the Raiders have won two in a row. Um you know, if I'm picking a third wild card team, it's it's um, well, the, we're talking about the Colts too because they might still win the division, and that would put the Titans in the wild card role. So I, I don't know, man. I don't think that the Raiders um, have enough. They need a lot of help, and they're going to have to win out. So why do you think the Raiders are going to do it? They've won their last two games. In the last five games, they are three and two. I think that with all the adversity that they've had to face. This year, they're they're definitely pushing through it. They are having some rough games, obviously, for obvious reasons. But I also think that the defense really has been stepping up. And I also think that, you know, if Carr throws over 300 yards, it's a win every time, no matter what. 
And another thing, you know, it's, it's something when the defense keeps fighting all game. And as long as, like I said, he car throws over 300 yards in the game, they will win. And, yeah. and if you've noticed in some of the losses, the previous losses, the defense is playing solid all game. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're going dis- to discount the Chiefs game when, when they got blown out. But, I mean, uh, aside from that, most of the games were really close. And, and, and I'm not going to count gimme points either. There was another game where it was, you know, two touchdowns up that they lost. But at the same time, that was at the end of the game where it was already over. Obviously, they're not going to win, you know, trying to go for it on fourth down and throw a pick six scenarios like that that happen all the time in football games. Uh, But moving forward, I think they really want it. I think they have that drive. I I think it's definitely difficult with an interim head coach and you don't really know where that stands. You lost one of your key receivers to a very unfortunate event and you know, it's it's been one thing after the other for the Raiders. And it has, the, it has. I, I think that the as far as the Chargers, like if I was comparing Chargers versus the Raiders, I think that the Chargers are really showing their true colors the last few weeks. I mean, they're two and three over the last five games. And, you know, I, I think that they were really overhyped and they didn't play solid teams earlier in the season or like we talked about earlier in the episode, they, they didn't teams start off slow and then progress to greater. And they're doing the opposite. They started off great and now they're just losing. Yeah, that's true. And they're not even facing any adversity. Yeah, that's true. But they do have Herbert at quarterback, man. He's played some good games and, uh, He's going to, you know, he's going to be a risk taker too and a gunslinger and he's going to be out there trying to make plays. Uh, but yeah, they have lost two in a row. I, he, I don't know. he almost I reminds don't... me of a, a Dan Marino. He's going to be on a, on a team that competes every year, but he's never going to go to the Super Bowl. Right. Maybe, maybe so. You might be right there. Um, and you had some good selling points on the Raiders, but I'm just not convinced. They just had too many bad things happen this year. And it started when they got their heart ripped out from Gruden um, having to step down, which, you know, that's another that, another story, another episode. I, and I would, I would love to talk about, talk about Gruden. Absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, like you said, you still have the Titans. You still have the Colts. They're battling for first. Yeah. Who's going to go? We don't know. I think that the, the as far as the AFC South, I think that the Bengals have the greatest chance. But Pittsburgh also – I think can sneak in. I, I, for me, the Ravens are out. I, I know that they're in second right now. I know that they're eight and seven and the Steelers only seven and seven. But for me, the last five games, Baltimore is one and four. They've lost the last four games. Yeah. And I think it's solely to do with the fact that they don't have their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and do then you also have the Patriots yeah. and, the, and the Bills that are fighting with each other, but the Dolphins can still still pull that out as well. Right, right. Exactly. I, I definitely think there's going to be three teams in the AFC East, and then uh, between the Colts and the Titans, whoever wins the division, the other one's going to be wild card. So that wipes out everyone else um, in the AFC West and the AFC North. Um, so I, I think that's a done deal right there with the AFC, man. 
Yeah, I think that... We're going to go through the Chiefs. I think that every single one of those teams can beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't undefeated. The Chiefs have four losses. Whoa. Wow, that's a bold statement right there, brother. Every one of those teams can beat the Chiefs. I'm telling wow. you, the the Chiefs' defense just isn't strong enough. Right. It doesn't matter if, if the, the offense puts up points. I'm telling you, you put pressure on the homes. They don't have any running back that, that's worthy enough to brag about. They got Travis I'm with you. Uh, Travis I'm with Kelsey. you with the defense. I'm with you with the defense. But their defense is number nine in the league. They've got Mahomes. And um, although the Patriots, gosh, they always play hard under Belichick. And they got the number four defense, obviously, with Mac Jones. Um, not only was he a national championship winner last year, he was also the number one passer rating and completion percentage in his college. This is the big time, man. This is the big time. So when it comes down to it, yes, the Patriots can probably make some plays to win against the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um, I don't see any other team beating them, though. And so when it comes down to the line, you got those last two minutes. They don't have Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not walking in the door for those Patriots. He's not. <laughs> Holmes is the new, the new leader in the AFC. I'm telling you, man. I mean, Mac is good, and he's going to get better. But being his first year, dude, it's going to be tough this year. I, I just think it's going to be tough for anyone to beat the Chiefs. So, but all right, let's transition over to the NFC. Absolutely. So obviously, the NFC seems to be a lot stronger. The Cowboys have been playing phenomenal. They're four and one over the last five games. Green Bay also phenomenal. There's talks back and forth also about Aaron Rodgers possibly retiring or getting traded to another team. Tampa Bay, well, we already know that they're 4-1 over the last five games, and who can beat Tom Brady? And, of course, you have the Rams. The Rams have been playing pretty solid this year. It seems like they're questionable over the last few games. They are four and one over the last five, and the Cardinals kind of fell apart. They're two and three over the last five games. Lost three in a row. The Cardinals have so. Yeah, they have lost three in a row, and the only so we have see the NFC is stronger. So the NFC South has, uh, you know, Tampa Bay clinched that division. Green Bay clinched NFC North, and Cowboys clinched NFC East. But it's still kind of open up in the air. Definitely both teams are making the playoffs, but who's going to clinch the division in the NFC West, Rams or the Cardinals? Yeah. Um, It looked like it was going to be the Cardinals' year for quite some time there, man. But the Rams have definitely found a way to pull off four in a row, uh, surprisingly kind of quietly um Stafford's coming into his own they're they're doing the job and they're in the top 10 defense man the Rams have the number eight defense in the league right now um I think they've been priming and they've been signing big guys and big contracts and uh, all the um, free agents in the offseason and midseason and and just trying to sign everyone they possibly can I think the Rams are like all in dude they're like straight up all in um, poker style, man. So, and how about that perfect trade with 
Goff yeah. and Stafford. I mean, it, Rams knew something. They saw something. They went for it. Detroit's never been very strong. And, right. and obviously Stafford was still balling out there. Uh, they obviously saw a difference. I don't know if it was in an attitude or if it was more their style of quarterback. But it's been amazing for the Rams ever since that happened. It has. And Stafford's always put up the numbers. He's been the go-to guy. They haven't had much. They didn't have much of a running game uh, in Detroit or great defense. They, I don't know how many winning seasons they even had. He's only, uh, I think they only went to the playoffs once when he was there. He had one playoff win. I think they lost in the second round in that playoff year. So that dude is hungry and wants to play and wants to win. He's got the team around him to do it now. But I'm not certain what he's going to do in the playoffs. I mean, they're definitely going to get there. They're probably going to win the division um, just because the Cardinals haven't been playing that great. You know, obviously, they've, they've lost three in a row. Um, and, of course, we can't forget about the Niners right there, too, since we're talking about the NFC West. The Niners have been the ultimate uh, inconsistency, eight and seven, playing 500 ball for the most part. But, you know, they're going to keep playing hard under Shanahan. And, uh, but they got – the serious issues with Garoppolo, dude. That guy cannot complete a season. I don't know that he's ever played more than 12 games in a season. Um, He has not, and I I don't even think that he's even played in a playoff game. I believe he took them to the playoffs, but has not played in a game. Right, right, right. They need to get that rectified for sure. So they're definitely, even though they're wild card um, potential this year, I don't think the Niners are going to do any damage because Garoppolo is going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. He's going to jam a toe, bust his pinky finger, get jabbed in the eyeball. Something's going to happen to Garoppolo. It's just, it's going to happen. He's going to pull a hammy. Fucking something's going to happen. Sorry, man. Beep. Um, You know, so, um, yeah, so that puts the Rams right there. The Cardinals are definitely going to get wild card. Um, Did you want to shoot over to the east or north, or what do you got to say about the west? Well, I was going to also touch on the Niners as far as Garoppolo. You know, right now, Lance, the backup, is – would I would say would play better than Garoppolo. I think that they would have a better opportunity if they put him in. So I think that – you know, you don't, of course, you don't ever want to see somebody get hurt, but I think that they would have a better chance if Garoppolo did get out of there. Yeah, they probably would. With Lance. But you're still facing the Rams. You're still facing the Cardinals. You're, I don't think that you're going to get through either of those teams. Unfortunately, the NFC South, you don't have anything going on other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Atlanta Falcons aren't doing anything. New Orleans Saints aren't doing anything. And they're down to their fourth-string quarterback also due to COVID. And, you know, I, I don't see anything happening with that. And the NFC North is probably one of the weakest in the NFC. Vikings definitely aren't doing anything. Bears and, you know, Goff with the Lions. I, I just, it's just, it's embarrassing. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised they have two wins and congrats to them. But, you know, I think, I think in, in the NFC, I think it's going to be, you know, of course, the first seeds, and I think that either – I'm going to say that the Rams are going to pull off the NFC West and the Cardinals are going to be one of the the wild card teams. Yeah. And I'm going to go with probably the Eagles mm-hmm. as a second 
wild card team? Because I mean, it's really hard in the NFC as far as the, the the wild card. I think that the AFC wild cards have better opportunities of actually winning and, and beating the first seeds than the NFC do. Right, for sure. No, I agree with that. The Eagles are right there on the precipice. They, I mean, eight and seven. They're probably going to be a wild card just because the other teams below the division leaders aren't doing that well. Besides the Cardinals, um, the Vikings are still in the bubble, though, man. So are the Falcons and the Saints. Although they're seven and eight, all three of those teams—Vikings, Falcons, and Saints—seven and eight. Um, based on the other. Um, teams outside of the four division leaders i don't know i mean they all have a chance still being on the bubble it's crazy what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks that's all going to play out um because so many things can happen i mean the falcons and saints and the um the niners and eagles probably are going to get the other wild cards outside the cardinals uh, i'm guessing but there's still two weeks and anything can happen I don't think that the Niners are going to get anything. Uh, I, th- I think that they're going to continue to fall and and feel the wrath of Garoppolo. Yeah. I, I, I would lean more towards the Minnesota Vikings. You know, I think that Kirk Cousins is, is really solid for them. They're, they're really playing hard, and he finds ways to win. I mean, it doesn't matter what team he goes to. I mean, he, he just can't seem to go to a – team that has solid offense overall yeah yep yep and why are we not talking about the cowboys man um they're 11 and 4 they're solid we need to talk about the buccaneers as well um i know dak is dak and if we're talking about you know great teams in the playoffs and and big players step up um i'm not sure what dak's going to be able to do Um, but they've definitely dominated the nfc east this year and Right now, this second, they have the number one defense, man. We're not talking about that. They have the number one defense, and uh, it's insane. And, and the, the the Cowboys just over, what was it, two years ago, three years ago, um, they finally got Garrett out of there. Um, you know, Jerry's little puppet, and McCarthy is in there, who won lots of games with Green Bay, uh, took the Green Bay Packers to a lot of playoff games. He's in there. Um, he knows what he's doing, and and the Cowboys are on top, man. Eleven to four. We haven't talked about the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Number one yeah, defense. How, how about them Cowboys, huh? So I'll I'll bring it back to the uh, defense wins championships, and when you put pressure on the quarterback, look what happens on Thanksgiving. The Raiders beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That was a phenomenal game. I don't think that they're going anywhere. I think that he is. is I think that Dak, when he gets put under pressure, I think that he does the same as a few other other quarterbacks. He tries to make a play and it doesn't happen. He throws some interceptions or or he just throws some off passes behind the receiver or over the receiver. It's just – but going to Tampa Bay, though, that we could talk about. I mean, obviously you have the GOAT as a quarterback. doesn't matter where he goes. He, He can make receivers great. Yep. You know, I know yep. Mike Perfect Evans is segue. out right yep. now, but the, I mean, he, he even makes running backs great because, you know, they, they lost Fournette right now. They brought in a new uh, running back. He comes in and, and rushes for over 100 yards in the last game, probably do the same this game. You know, he, he's, he, 
Brady wins no matter where he goes. And and you can't even – you can't – now, maybe when he was on the Patriots, you can't even say it's just because he's got Gronkowski because Gronkowski's not really doing much this year other than being a decoy. Yeah, and he'll come up with a big play here and there when they need it, especially in the red zone. But, yeah, you were talking about Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones coming in and running for some yards um, this past week um, uh, against the Panthers. And, yeah, man, you're and then this right week, they're, the they're Correct. And this this week, they're, they're still without Evans, and they're still – without Fournette and you know it's it's really going to be there's there's going to be a lot of weight on Antonio Brown's shoulders this week I think that he's going to be the go-to receiver and but at the same time you're talking about Tom Brady he's going to get it to him no matter where he's at on the field yeah for sure he's going to be the deep threat for them this week for sure he he went for 101 yards last week with just 10 receptions so Tommy boy is going to start looking at him a lot more uh absolutely and and Speaking of the Buccaneers, they're number three in defense overall. And, man, I'm going to pick Tom Brady every time. There's so many times I picked against him. There's so many Super Bowls. Dude, there's like – I think I've seen him play in 12 Super Bowls or some craziness, man. The dude is just – he's always there, man. And he goes – he leaves the the uh, Patriots and goes to the Buccaneers and wins the Super Bowl in the first year. Um, but we can't forget about Aaron Rodgers out of Cal. Born in that, Chico, California. This guy can ball also. That is who I think in the NFC is going to the Super Bowl. I didn't make an AFC prediction, wow. but for wow. NFC prediction, I 100% yeah. believe it's going to be the Green Bay Packers. They Gold are statement. the most yeah. solid offensively and defensively. Maybe not by the numbers specifically as far as rankings. Right. However, when it comes time to play, they're their offense. They're there on the defense. 12 and See? three, man. 12 and three. And I, I'll put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands every time, every single time. That dude is going to try to make a play. And he protects the football, man. He does not turn the ball over a lot. He does not turn the ball over a lot. And um, yeah, they're playing really well right now, man. Being 12 and two, they're the most consistent team. I mean, I know we haven't talked about it much, but there's. Like, no super dominant team, but if we're just looking at records alone, uh, obviously the, the Green Bay Packers are standing out alone at 12-3, and three, number one seed in the NFC. Yeah, and, and you know, the who, in my opinion, who, when you're talking about you are down seven, mm-hmm. you have 45 seconds on the clock, yeah. you put it in Aaron Rodgers' hands or do you put it in Tom Brady's hands? Man, Um, I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm a born and raised California boy myself. I know uh, Aaron went to Cal. um, and I know he he, uh, was born and raised in Chico, California, and all that great stuff. But, man, I can't bet against Tom anymore, dude. All the years I hated the Patriots. All the years I hated Tom Brady. All the years I hated Belichick. All those years, they won those Super Bowls. Yeah, they lost a lot of them, too. But, dude, they seem to be there every other year. The boy played 20 years, and he was in the Super Bowl 12 times. Like, it's insane to even think about the numbers that this guy's put up, not only in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl. You give him the ball with 30 seconds down by three, he's going to get a touchdown. You give him the ball down by one, they're going to get a field goal every single time, dude. Every time. 
And and I would 100% agree with you. If you have less than a minute and you need to get seven points on the board, the man can throw it anywhere on the field with coverage. And as long as that receiver catches the ball, yep. it's money every yep. time. Yep. Whereas yep. the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, yes, he's a phenomenal quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over much. I, I probably – I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I would say that Brady has probably turned the ball over more in his career than, than Rogers. However, Rogers needs a little bit more time because he's so precise. He, he, if you have a minute 30 left, if you have a minute 45 left, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with Aaron Rodgers then, but he's very you, accurate. You he have can throw deep. Minute, yeah. He can run. He can do a lot of things. He can move the pocket. And the dude has but, gotten a lot of luck and a lot of help from receivers in the past when he he's got hell marys, dude. I swear to God, this guy's got like six touchdown pass hell marys, man. Uh, yes, Aaron and <laughs> the 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 only thing that that I'm saying is that he's so precise with his playing, he's mm-hmm. not going to throw it into four man coverage unless it's like a hell mary situation. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Going he'll throw to, it away. Yep, yep. He, he'll throw it away first and then yep. utilize that clock. Whereas Tom Brady. He will throw it into six-man coverage and still hit his target. All he yeah, has he to will. worry about is to make sure that that receiver catches the ball. He throws in, yes, he will absolutely put it where the receiver only can catch it for the most part. I mean, the dude in the regular season, um, especially this year, he's had some bad games and some turnovers, but he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care. He doesn't right. care about any bad plays. The next play is ready. He's ready. The next game, he's ready. The next, you know, he he doesn't care if he makes a mistake, but he does put it right where the guy can be successful and put it with the receiver's hands or the running back's hands. And he does make running backs and wide receivers excellent everywhere he's played. Well, well, two teams, you know. He's made no names, big names. Right. So – so we're going to uh, get ready to wrap this up a little bit. So I'm going to do in closing with some week 17 picks upsets. See who we're going to talk about going into the final two weeks and who do we think is going to win and who do we think is going to upset. Oh. So first up, we have the Giants versus the Bears. We don't really need to pick that one. That game doesn't mean anything. Nope. Neither team's going. <laughs> now, nope. you have the Jaguars versus the Patriots. Jaguars are having a really rough time. I don't know what's going to happen with that quarterback. It's not looking good for him. I say it's an easy Patriots win. I don't know if you disagree. Absolutely. It's going to – it's all pass. Um, it's – Becoming playoff football for them. That's exactly what Bill Belichick is preparing them for is playoff football. Even though there's two weeks left, this is playoff time. Do your job. Bill Belichick's famous words. Do your job. That's it. They're going to do it. And then you have the Rams versus the Ravens. Now, with this one, I would say it's a no-brainer just because the Ravens don't really have a quarterback going on right now. The Rams have to win it. So they're going to come in in full strength. They, 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 they have no choice. They have to win. They do. They do. They're playing for the division for sure. They're going to have everyone out there playing. They're not resting any players. They're prepping for playoff football. The Rams are playing playoff football right now with the consecutive wins that they've had. So, yeah, absolutely the Rams are going to 
pull that off against the Ravens. And then the next game we have Buccaneers versus Jets. We both know who's going to win that, so that's a no-brainer. Bills yeah. versus Falcons, another no-brainer. Now, here's the biggest game of the week, or at least one of the biggest games of the week. It makes a difference for the Bengals, but it doesn't make a difference for the Chiefs. But you got Chiefs versus Bengals. Can the Bengals pull it off? Can the Bengals pull it off against the Chiefs? Can they or will they? I don't think they will. Um, It may be a close game in the beginning. Um, I think that the second half comes around and the Chiefs are going to be better prepared in the second half and they're going to be able to pull it off. They're probably going to win by seven or ten is my guess. Um, It's playoff football, man. And right now, like I was saying before with the Pats, it's it's for everybody right now. They're they're amping up. Typically, it's a 16-game season. We're going 17. So this is really the last week, mentally, the last week for a lot of uh, teams. And so although they do have two games to play, I mean, they're they're really amping up and getting ready to play. And I'm not sure that the, uh, the Bengals are going to have enough. See, I'm going to go the opposite. I think the Bengals are going to win. The Chiefs are the have already clinched. So they're not going to play their starters as often so that they can rest for – the playoffs. That's true. That's we already true. have the first round by. Yep. Doesn't matter Number how many how many wins the the rest of the teams in that division have. They're not taking it from the Chiefs. So, I'm going to go Bengals on this game. The Bengals have to win it. The Chiefs don't. That's I don't true. think that's that the true. Chiefs are going to play as hard as the Bengals are going to go. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Another strong game this week we have Dolphins versus the Titans. Dolphins seven and zero in the last seven games. Titans a little bit of a struggle the last ever since they lost Henry. Yeah. Um, I think, oh man, I think Tua is really playing for his job. He's gotten pulled a couple of times um, for not playing well. I I don't think he wants that to happen again. Um, I think he really wants to prove himself. Um, as a good starting quarterback, um, he's played pretty well. Uh, the Titans, yeah, they're going to do running back by committee as usual. But I think if the Dolphins' uh, defense, um, again, top 10 defense, uh, really puts some pressure on Tannehill, I think that um, the Dolphins can come up with a big win this week. Next game we have, I actually, Dolphins and, and Titans, I, I think that. Unfortunately, the Dolphins are going to lose this game. It's Ooh, we don't think they're going to win eight the in Titans. a row, huh? I don't think, think that they're going to win eight in a row. I think that the Titans' defense is going to step up. They're going to put pressure on the quarterback. They're going to stop him. They're going to make him make some unnecessary plays. And Ooh. Tannehill is going to be on fire. I, I say he's going to throw for over 300 yards. Titans win. Really? Okay, okay, okay. The next game we have is Raiders versus the Colts. Now, mm, I'm going to say man. straight up, the only way I see the Raiders winning this game is if the rookie quarterback comes in because of COVID purposes for the Colts. Other than that, I don't see the Raiders beating them unless they come to play the same way they've played against a few other playoff teams like the Ravens early on in the season. It's various games like that that the Raiders have had where they came to play all four quarters, offensive and defensively. If 
all starters are in for the Colts, that's the only chance I see them having at winning. Otherwise, the only thing, you know, statistically, when the rookie quarterbacks have been coming in and it's if they've even had no gameplay, they haven't done very well. And nine times out of ten have come up with a loss. Regardless how great the rest of your offense is, and we saw that recently in the Saints game. You know, the, the, hit that quarterback, the fourth-string quarterback, was a rookie, and that was probably a devastating start to his career, being his first start, being his, you know, in on live television. It, it's just you, you can't start games like that. Right, right. The latest news, though, um, this week coming out, and the NFL has adopted that. So the, um, the CDC is the COVID protocol for um, – uh, what's it called? Instead of 10 days, it's five days. Correct. Um, Correct. And, and so, which is Wentz, why he still has a chance. Wentz still has a chance to come in and play. Right. I right. think that it's, he still has to have a negative test, though. Yeah, negative test. And if he does, he'll be eligible to play Sunday if he does clear those COVID protocols. Because I know they have changed that. I want to. I keep wanting to say isolation, but um, I'm in the loss for words, but it's changed quarantine. from 10 days to five days. Quarantine, yeah, 10 days to five days. So he could still play. And so that changes everything for the Colts uh, versus the Raiders. Yeah. Um, but the Raider, if the Raiders play a balanced game and Carr passes for 300 yards, like you were saying earlier, I mean, they got a chance to win, man. Uh, the defense makes a couple of big plays. But I'm just not sure if they can stop Jonathan Taylor, man. I'm just not sure they can do that. Um, whether or not wins plays, they're going to be all about JT, man. They're going to be pushing him down the Raiders' throat. I'm not sure what the Raiders are going to be able to stop that, man. Well, the Raiders have had a pretty good run defense this year. I think that their problem has always been the tight end slot. Uh, and it's and that's for years now. Um, but I I believe that they can stop him. Maybe he has a couple of breakaway plays, but aside from that, they've they've been really solid on that. Uh, the Raiders have to win the rest of their games in order to have a chance at the playoffs. If the Colts lose a game, they are out of the playoffs. And it brings me to the Broncos and Chargers. That game, again, the Chargers, if they lose, they're out of the playoffs. Ooh, divisional game. Yeah. So. Broncos, Chargers. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a good one to watch. Um, they both are gonna be playing for um, not just for the win and being on the bubble and trying to get in the playoffs. They're gonna be playing for pride. They're gonna you know the game's on the line. It's a divisional foe. I mean, it's just it's gonna be a solid game. Man, that's a tough one to pick for me. Um, Herbert's been playing well. The Broncos, whew, they play with heart, and they've been playing hard. I, I don't know. That's up, that's like a coin flip right there, man. Um, seven and eight versus eight and seven, both basically teetering around five hundred ball. Uh, if I really had to just flip a coin, I would I would say the Chargers, just because uh, it's they're due for a win right now. They are due for a win, but so are the Broncos. I'm going to go with the Broncos on this one. I think that they're going to be the upset. They're going to 
kind of kind of spoiler or you know one of those teams that towards the end you're not going to do anything but you can upset a couple other teams uh, yeah. because you win so I'm going to go with the Broncos on that one I think that they are going to play with a little bit more heart uh, Chargers are playing with a little bit more fear because they know that if they lose they are out so you know they, they start making poor decisions poor passes poor uh, runs after the catch you know turnovers fumbles start to happen with the passes interceptions start to happen defense maybe not uh playing as solid they get burned i'm gonna go with the broncos on this one and on that note man though if if the chargers can pull it off and then they beat the raiders in the final game chargers will be uh, in the wild card man they will be in the wild card in that scenario in that scenario but i don't see them beating the raiders but we'll wait until next week's episode for that argument okay okay uh i'm gonna skip a few of these games because they're irrelevant games it doesn't it's not going to change anything regardless of who wins uh we have the cardinals and cowboys up next oh cardinals and cowboys uh both playing for it i mean although um the cowboys have wrapped up their division i think what they're the only team that's actually sealed um playoff hopes or whatever um They've sealed the division. Um, there's no way that anyone's going to take the division away from them or their seeding at this point. I mean, they're 11-4. I guess if they want to play hard, they could still potentially get the number one seed because they're tied with the Rams with number two. Uh, Packers are obviously number one. Well, the Bucks too. So there's three teams that are 11-4 right now. So right. they should be playing all their starters. They really should be playing to win. Um, but... Um, yeah, what do you think? Again, I'm going to go back to the same thing. I, I don't think that they're – the Cowboys have clinched it. They have nothing to lose. Or, you know, or I, I guess you would say everything to win. I mean, they, they don't have they, – they've already clinched it. They, have, they, they There's just no reason why not to – maybe they start the starters, but I don't think that they're going to play the whole game. And so. the Cardinals have to win. So they're going to be playing full force the whole entire game. And if the Cowboys do decide to go with starters the whole game – to me, I think that's a poor coaching decision. I mean, if you've already clinched the number one seed and there's no possible chance for any other team division, in that though, division. In your division, though. So do you feel like them winning their division is enough? Or do you think that playing for the number one seed overall in the NFC is worth playing harder for and playing all your starters? Because technically no, I think, I think with the Bucks and with the Rams at 11-4, um, and still the Packers at 12 and three. So, I mean, you know, there's two weeks left. They could still potentially get the number one seed overall and everybody would have to go through the Cowboys in Arlington. Um, what do you think? About I think, that? I think that with all the potentials, especially having a, an additional week in the season with injury, also with the whole COVID protocol, I think that it is more worth it to, take some losses at the end to save your, your player's health and mm-hmm. make sure that once you get to the playoffs, because at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're at home or if you're away, you, you're, it's the playoffs. You're playing like a playoff team. Some of these guys, obviously the ones with the l- l- lack of experience, they're not going to be able to do it. But, you know, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Bucks. 
even the Steelers for that matter, whether they make it or don't make it, but they, they have the experience out there. Same thing with the Patriots even. Hey. That's really what so, I want to speak on right there is so we're talking about quarterbacks and playoff football. Um, Tampa Bay's got the GOAT. The Packers have Brett – I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then the Rams, Stafford, yeah. He's had a lot of years in uh, Detroit, but with the Rams, he's a pretty darn good quarterback. And then you're talking about Dak. Dak, what has Dak done? I don't exactly. think done much. I don't think Dak has done much, man. So whether or not exactly. the Cowboys pull off the number one seed in their own division versus the um, conference, I don't think they're going to do anything, bro. Exactly, and that and that's my point. It doesn't. It it, it makes no difference. So, yeah. okay, play and risk injury and risk multiple players getting COVID. And you've seen what's happened. I mean, yeah. you know, hundreds over the last couple of weeks have, have been placed on the COVID reserve list. So between that and injuries, do you really want to risk that? Or do you want to try to do something with your team? I do think that they've quietly played very well this year. They have the number one defense. And they're doing something right. They're winning games, man. And they've, they've wrapped up the division, uh, you know, three weeks ago or so, pretty much, with 11-4 record right now. So we shall Absolutely. see what happens. We shall see what happens. That's why we play the games. That's right. All right. We're, we are going to wrap this up. We have episodes coming every single week. Make sure you check us out here. We will post. Make sure you follow Freelds Daily on YouTube and check out all the different posts. We will be having previews each week of what the topics that we are going to cover. And I hope you take the time to come in and enjoy our content and look forward to seeing you there. Heck yeah, brother. See you next week, man.